Hey, hello, and what's up, y'all? You're listening to the Cultivated Vegan Podcast, Season 2, Episode 9. In today's episode, I am discussing how to develop self-discipline and why you need you some during your health and wellness journey. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Cultivated Vegan Podcast, where healthy is more than just how much you weigh and what size you wear. I am your host, Sharonda Berry, here to teach you to redefine your idea of health by viewing this from a holistic perspective. I do this by cultivating what I consider to be the six C's of holistic health, faith, food, fitness, family, finances, and fun. So if you're ready to free yourself from those toxic attachments and unhealthy habits, let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast, guys. Okay, so you started a new diet. Excuse me, excuse me. You started a new lifestyle because we don't diet over here. You started your new lifestyle and everything is just going great. Then for whatever reason, things are not so great. Perhaps it started with a weekend because you know, you know, we like to show out on the weekend. So maybe Friday you ate something you shouldn't have. Then Saturday turned into a cheat day. And then you decided, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and make a good weekend out of this. And so Sunday you just turn up and you do whatever it is you feel like doing, right? Because you're just going to start it all over on Monday. Well, Monday is here and we're doing great. Tuesday is cool. By Wednesday, we off track again. And then of course the weeks go by so fast. It's a, it's the week before you realize it and we're back to square one friday is a cheat day saturday you ate something you shouldn't have eaten and then sunday you're just rounding off the weekend eventually you just say you know what i'm not even gonna worry about this what's the use we all have to die of something one day i just deal with what happens whenever it happens <laughs> or or maybe you one of the people that out there you love to say well we only live once and you may as well have yourself some fun or my personal favorite i'm trusting god I'm just putting it in the hand of the Lord. (laughs) Now, I'm not making fun of that because we should be trusting God and we should always be putting our lives in the hands of the Lord, okay? And while it is true, we only live once. Both of those things are true. That does not mean we have no responsibility and that does not mean that we should not be operating in self-discipline. Just because we fail at something doesn't mean we should give up. Our health journey, especially if we're starting late in life, it can be a little difficult just as anything else in life. But life is difficult. I wish I can tell you that once you gave your life to Christ, someone's going to come and lay hands on you and maybe put a little anointing oil on your forehead and it was going to be hunky-dory. Life was going to be peaches and cream, all gravy. Mm, No, Mm mm-mm. I like to tell you that once you find your soulmate, that perfect someone, and the two of you say, I do, you're going to say goodbye to all manner of difficulties in life, but nah, sis. And, you know, I wish I could tell my first time parents when I'm, you know, putting that beautiful bundle of joy into their arms that from here is going to be all puppies and rainbows. But that would be a lie. Life is challenging and change is difficult. If you're used to being loose with your finances, you may find it difficult to start budgeting in the beginning. And you may end up spending a little something when you should have been saving a lot of something. Or vice versa, you may end up spending a lot of something when you should have been saving at least a little something. If you're trying to quit smoking, if you smoked a pack of cigarettes every day for the past 20 years, you may find it difficult 
to not revert back to that pack of cigarettes when you're triggered by an emotional event. Maybe you're trying to quit drinking or using drugs and you've been sober for 30, 60, or even 90 days before you experience a job loss. Or maybe your spouse walked out on you. Or maybe you had a death in the family. Now you three quarters of a way through a bottle of liquor just trying to drown out the pain. It is then when those thoughts of disappointment, the thoughts of failure, and the thoughts of defeat start creeping in, right? It's then that you begin to feel, why am I even trying or why should I even bother? I've heard tons of excuses as to people why they can't live a healthy lifestyle. I'm too old to start learning new stuff is what I hear. I'm not smart enough to understand all of this. My wife, well, she won't cook healthy for me. This woman that you put here with me, you know, they go back to the Bible days. Remember when Adam said, well, it was this woman. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this woman I have with me, she won't cook for me or my husband, you know, he won't, if, if I cook healthy, he won't eat it or my kids are picky or it's too expensive. But listen to this. Excuses, my friends, are monuments of nothingness that build bridges to nowhere. It's a tool for the incompetent. The reason I'm so passionate about health, especially my African-American people, is because I'm a nurse. And I see our people die over and over and over again from things that could have been avoided, man. I see us die because we don't have the knowledge, we don't have the support, but most of all, sometimes we're just unwilling to change. We don't want to do anything hard, we don't want to do anything difficult, and we are unwilling to change. I've seen patients lose their lives because they put more faith in their doctor ability to help them than their own ability to help themselves. And I'm not against doctors for heaven's sakes. Like I said, I'm a whole nurse out here in these streets. I have an ophthalmologist, an endocrinologist, a gynecologist, and a PCP. I take I take prescriptions, medications every day, and I've even had a surgical procedure or two. So I'm not against doctors, modern medicine, any of that. What I am against is the mindset of individuals who feel like there is no hope for them because their doctor said so. I'll be on blood pressure medicines for the rest of my life because the doctor said Well, I don't have diabetes now, but I will get it because the doctor said I'm eventually going to end up on insulin because the doctor said cancer runs in my family because the doctor said, the doctor said, the doctor said, well, sis, what does God say? In 2 Timothy 1.7, God says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, sound mind in this context is self-discipline. So God has given us self-discipline, which is imperative during your journey to health and wellness. That's right. You need Jesus. There'll be times when you will need a physician. There'll be times you may even need some medication. But what you will need most is self-discipline, not motivation, not inspiration, not even encouragement. Now, they all have their places because after all, isn't that what I do? (laughs) I encourage you each week on the podcast to strive for greatness. I try to motivate you with words of wisdom and I hopefully try to inspire you to push through by being transparent on here. I'm vulnerable. I'm always telling you my business. (laughs) But at the end of the day, none of that is going to matter. None of that is going to cause you to make a right choice every time. Motivation is a myth. Inspiration is fleeting and encouragement has limitations. You need self-discipline. Well, Ron, how do I get myself some of that raw, some of that uh, raw self-discipline? 
<laughs> I'm glad you asked. First of all, what is this uh, self-discipline? Well, keeping it simple, discipline is the ability to do the things that you don't want to do. <laughs> discipline is the ability to do the things you'd rather avoid. But guess what? These things are necessary. These things can take you to the next level. These are the things that can set you up for a great success in life. Yes, even in your health. These are the things that would solve a lot of personally difficult issues. But most people would rather avoid them. Discipline, it gives us the ability to attack things head on. Discipline, it gives us the ability to do what you've committed to. No matter how inconvenient or how uncomfortable it may be, if you've given your word to yourself that you're going to show up for that workout, for that meal plan, for that Sunday meal prep, that you're going to put that extra cookie back, self-discipline enables you to follow through. You may not feel like it. You may not, uh, it may not be, it may not be convenient all the time. In fact, it may even be a major hassle. But if you are a disciplined person, you will come through each and every time. How come? Because you've given your word. Because you've committed to it. Discipline is kind of like a, it's a mental muscle. Please understand that for your personal level of self-discipline to increase, you have to challenge it. You have to exercise it. You can't just say, I'm going to be more disciplined. I'm going to be a more self-disciplined person. And then you refuse to do anything or, or make any action or make it in lead way. Put anything into practice. That's not going to work. Not in a million years. Not years, but years. The more you stress or the more you put pressure on um, your ability to act in a disciplined way, the stronger it becomes. Believe me, the worst thing you can do is to fail to challenge yourself. To fail to challenge your self-discipline. The discipline that we already have. Start there, challenging the discipline that we already have. We have some level of self-discipline. So this brings me to my first point. And uh, as my coach would say, write this down. (laughs) The more I run away from difficult things, the weaker my discipline becomes. You have to adopt this mindset. You have to understand that when you react to your world out of fear, you become less disciplined. In many cases, you don't even develop the discipline in the first place. Because why? We're not challenging ourselves. We have to understand that there are a lot of scary things in life. Reasons that we probably should be fearful for real. We got great cause to be. There are also a lot of things we'd rather not deal with. However, all of that is what makes life so interesting. You have to lose your fear. You have to stop viewing things as an inconvenience, as a hassle, or something I hate to do, something I don't like to do, like eating healthy, exercising. Instead, we should turn around and embrace it. Sure, yeah, I know it can be inconveniences sometimes, downright uncomfortable. But guess what? The more you do it, the more you get used to it. Hey, I'm a poet and didn't even know it. The more you do it, the more you get used to it. Most importantly, the more you do them, the more you're able to connect the dots and then you're able to do more of it. That's how you become more efficient and that's how you become a more effective person. Unfortunately, if you make a habit of always giving in, always quitting, the weaker you're going to become and become, and then that's going to transcend to other areas of your life. 
you have to understand that in life you're going to be faced with different challenges if your number one instinct is to turn tuck tail and run or quit you become a weaker person and don't be surprised if you find yourself quitting at simple challenges we already know we quit when things get hard but if we quit enough when things are difficult we'll be quitting when they're easy when the simplest little challenge, the simplest little something that comes against us, we'll be running from it. Point two, write this down. <laughs> the more I do things, the better I get at them. It may not seem like it at this point in time, but you're actually building up competence the more you do something. For example, it may be intimidating to walk into a gym and pick up a dumbbell, looking at yourself in the mirror and you just curl in two pounds. <laughs> that may be a tough pill to swallow. However, if you're going back consistently and you're working with your trainer, three months later, you may find yourself curling a little 25 or 30 pounds. Now that's gonna cause you to have a little bounce in your ounce, more bounce to the ounce. <laughs> that's gonna cause you to have a little bounce in your ounce, a little swag in your way. Simple repetition gives you all sorts of opportunities to do a better job, to improve and to grow. And again, this can apply across the board because you know I'm always focusing on health, but you can apply this in any area of your life, really. So let me give an example of myself because you know, like I said, I like to tell all my business. Well, I don't like to tell my business, but I do. I'm in a 12-month mentorship and coaching program, right? And in this program, we go live on Facebook in a private group every week. That's how we submit our homework. Child, don't ask me why, but that's just how coach has it set up. <laughs> I remember when I pressed live for the first time. I had sweat rolling down my back. Honey, I had sweat rolling down my breasts. I had sweat rolling down my legs. Heck, when I was done with that live and uploaded it, I looked down. I had sweat in my shoes. <laughs> God knows I'm not lying. <laughs> but here we are seven months into this program and guess whose feet not sweating, baby? That's not to say I don't still get nervous. I'm just a little bit better at it. And also, I was notorious for procrastinating. I rate, and, you know, we had seven days to get out. Well, six days. We Class was on Monday. We had until Sunday to get it done. I was one of those last-minute um, chicks, right? And then uh, kept practicing and exercising that self-discipline. Step, 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 kept exercising that muscle of self-discipline. Now I'm submitting my homework 24 to 48 hours after class is done. And let me tell you, a few times I submitted my homework 24 to 48 minutes after class was done. That's how bad I got with it. I pressed the live button when I didn't have electricity. We had an ice storm earlier part of the year and our power was out for over a week. I pressed the live button when I was sleeping in my car. It was in the teens outside, ice and snow on the ground. I pressed the live button. I pressed the live button when I've had a bad day at work. Some of my patients have cussed me out because they think I'm trying to steal their money or I'm trying, I'm a uh, <laughs> bill collector, right? <laughs> That could put you in a bad mood, but I've pressed the live button. I've pressed the live button when I've had headaches, when I've had episodes of depression. Once I even went, took a shower and put my night clothes on and laid down in the bed because I had just convinced myself I was not doing homework today. I'm not doing this homework. I don't feel like it. 
But guess who exercised that self-discipline muscle? Got right up out that bed, put on a little cute, cute shirt, took that bonnet off, wrapped my hair up, made sure that top knot was popping. Mm-hmm. And I made it do what it do. Self-discipline. Apply the same attitude to the times when you'd rather quit. Take comfort in the reality that the more you do something, the more it becomes routine. Sometimes the reason people fail sometimes is because they're intimidated by it. They think that it's going to be too hard. It's going to take too much time. It's going to be too difficult to figure out. Let me repeat. The more you do something, the easier it will become. And regardless of the number of times you fail, you're going to remove the emotional intimidation. It becomes familiar. And once it becomes familiar, it becomes routine. And then it starts breaking down. And guess what? You start succeeding more often than you fail. Eventually, you're going to get to a point where all you do is win, 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 no matter what. (laughs) Unfortunately, you're not going to get there if your number one instinct is to give up. Adopt the mindset that the more I do things, the better I get at them. And you will become a more competent person in many areas of your life, which is kind of segueing us into point number three. Write this down. Competence produces confidence. I've messed up during my lives. I've stumbled over my words. I've lost my train of thoughts. I have failed miserably, but I I still keep pressing live every week. I'm so confident with it now. I place a couple videos on my social media feed. Heck, I even do videos three times a week on my social media stories. And right now I'm currently working on a video e-course. Now how you like me now? (laughs) In my cool mode voice. You know, once it was believed that if you make a person feel good about themselves, that's how you produce confidence. Well, now it's believed that in order for a person to have confidence, they have to become become competent in something. The more competent you are in a certain area, the more confident you are. And the more confident you are, the more you increase your level of risk. Confidence doesn't flow from self-esteem. Instead, self-esteem flows from competence. It's imperative that we understand how this works and that we adopt this mindset. Let's face it, you may not be all that confident in a certain area of your life right now. However, the more you master it, the more competent you become. It'll give you the ability to tackle more and more difficult things, take more and more risk. The more confident you become, the more competent you build, the more competent you become, the more confident you build. You see, they they just kind of work on each other. They just go back and forth, back and forth, so on and so forth. You may think you do a lousy job today, and that's okay. You may do a lousy job. You may think you do a lousy job, or you may actually do a lousy job at something. But that's okay, because you have to start somewhere. You may not be good at this health thing. You may not be good at this exercise thing. You may not be able to to um, lift the two-pound dumbbells. Maybe you got to lift some cans of green beans because you, you can curl some green beans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe you can't do but five minutes on the treadmill, five minutes on the elliptical. Maybe you can only, I've said this before, maybe you can only walk from your front door to your mailbox. Maybe you can only do five minutes, seven minutes of the exercise day. That's okay. 
we have to start somewhere. The good news is as long as you continue to put in the work to become competent, the more confidence will follow. And, oh, let me give you an extra nugget here for the free 99. Choose progress over perfection because even small steps lead to success if you make enough of them. Baby steps count. Forward motion is still motion. <laughs> and let me throw one else. Let me see. Uh, do not despise small beginnings. God has been dealing with me on that for a long time. Do not despise small beginnings. And here's our last nugget of the day. And by now, you know the drill. Write this down. Momentum will work in my favor. Believe that momentum is on your side. If you believe this, you will eventually reach a point where it becomes harder and harder for you to stop than it is for you to start. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I hear you out there saying, girl, bye. At this point, you're probably having a tough time staying away from the foods that you know bad for you. Or maybe you're having a hard time eating, trying new foods because you think they won't taste good. You probably find it difficult to get on the treadmill or put in that exercise tape. The good news is the more you stick to it, the easier it will become over time. In fact, I'll say it again. You'll reach a point in momentum where it'll be harder to stop the behavior than it is to start it. Think of a... Um, an 18 wheeler, right? Some of you may call it a Mack truck, a semi, whatever. One of those big long tractor trailers, okay? We all know that if you and this 18 wheeler is you both at a red light, it'll be better and you had a complete stop. It'll be better for you to be in front than behind, right? Especially if you're in a hurry. Because it takes a lot of it takes quite a bit of time for it to get started, right? To build up its momentum. Seems like it takes forever to go through those gears. But honey, just let that same Mack truck, that same 18-wheeler, that same semi, let it get on the highway and reach its optimum speed. Let it get up to about 75 or 80 miles an hour and then let it be forced to stop real quick. You said, you know how they say zero to 100 real quick? See if it can go from 80 to zero real quick. Do you want to be in front of it? Oh, no, no, no. Hell no. No. <laughs> no, you're going to want to be somewhere in the back. Why? Because of that forward motion, because of that momentum. It's going to be hard to stop. And that's going to be you if all it takes is to keep trying and to keep pushing it. When it becomes routine, this action changes the way you look, changes the way you feel. It's going to become part of your identity, becoming your inner being because of your. it becomes part of your core. It becomes who you are. Once you get that Mack truck momentum going, baby. You're going to be something fierce. <laughs> so let's do a quick, 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 quick recap. These are some nuggets to, to keep in mind to help you with cultivating your self-discipline. Point number one, the more I run away from difficult things, the weaker my discipline becomes. Point number two, the more I do things, the better I get at them. Repetition, baby. Number three, competence produces confidence you do it long enough you get good at it then you get you some confidence and number four momentum will work in my favor once you keep doing it enough times and you got your little confidence because you're doing it over and over again you build that momentum get that pendulum swinging and honey it's gonna be hard to stop you just call you mac <laughs> 
I'm a fan of poetry. And I was reading one of my favorite poems the other day, and it kind of fit perfectly, I felt, with this episode. So today I'm going to end with a poem, with an excerpt. I'm not going to read the whole poem, but I'm going to read a couple excerpts from the poem, Keep Going, by Edgar Guest. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, and the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of clouds of doubt, and you never can tell how close you are it may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. That's my word for you today. You must not quit. Keep going because you got this. Thanks for listening. I hope you are blessed by today's podcast. Please take the time to subscribe on whichever platform you listen today. And if you happen to be listening on Apple, please rate us five stars. Then hop on over to social media and say hi. We're the Cultivated Vegan everywhere on Instagram, on Facebook, and yes, even TikTok. Because why? (laughs) Your girl happens to be funny. From my heart to your home, here's wishing peace, love, and wellness to all of the fun-loving, salt-of-the-earth, melanated queens that you are.